2: Well, hello, and a very good evening from Southwest Florida. Welcome to All Things Radio five twenty six for March thirteenth already two thousand
3: twenty March twelfth. 12th. I'm March, 12th, March 12th. sorry.
2: See, I told you I'd make a mistake. The twelfth of March, but hey, whatever. We have no radio news at all tonight, so oh, I no. think I think we'll just cancel.
1: But before I do that... The teletype machine has been ticking away all day. Right.
2: Before, <laughs> be, before I cancel, I'll turn it over to Jeff.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> First of all, we do have a lot of radio news. And uh, although my radio news was, was recorded, and I do this a few days beforehand because I have to do the editing, get all the other samples and stuff worked on the, for the podcast... There's a bunch of radio news, and we'll talk about that after the radio newscast that we're talking about. And you know what? Even though I'm not a big fan of sports, my first two stories relate to sports in my radio newscast. Then we'll follow it up, of course, with General Sparks' call and our format changes. And we have a special feature that I got for Bill. And I wanted to do this because as I grew up in New York City, I grew up listening to WNEW, and I found this thing a long time ago, and I've had it on the hard drive for a few years now. And it's a documentary on the history of the Make Believe Ballroom. That was originally hosted by Martin Block starting in 19, I guess it's 1934, 1935, and continued for, for over 50 years. Later hosted by William B. Williams, before that Jerry Marshall, and and of course Les Davis. So we got that feature. Then of course we have another feature which I think you're going to be interested in. And I wanted to do this because in New England, if you listen to rock and you lived in western Massachusetts, you listen to radio station WAAF, and they were a pretty good radio station. And I found an air check of them... From 1979, July 13th, to be exact, and then we have for our featured station for the last segment in the podcast a station that is trying to get the audience from WAAF because WAAF is no more in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's WWFX FM, licensed to Southbridge, Massachusetts. It serves the Worcester, Massachusetts area of Western Massachusetts. So, all in all, we do have a very busy podcast, and yes, we do have a lot to talk about because there's been a lot of radio news that we can talk about. After my radio newscast that has to deal with the coronavirus, virus, or whatever you want to call it, whether it's a Kovac twenty-one, or my daughter called it the Corolla virus. I said, "No, it's not the car. <laughs> we you own the Corolla. We owned the Corolla at one time. It's, uh, and it's it's uh, and it's not the coronavirus. Well, it is, but it's not Corona
4: I think the technical name of it, Jeff, is COVID-19, and that's because it's yes. the 19th virus of that species. Speci- speci- yes,
1: but she thought it was the Corolla virus. I said, I don't think so. It wasn't made by Toyota, so we had a, we had a laugh <laughs> about that. So that's all I can tell you here. So now that I've, I've got, we've gotten a, a little bit unorganized here, but we're doing okay, so let me turn it over to you, Bill.
2: Okay, Jeff. Um, we acknowledge the raised hand, but we need to get on to some other features and discussion we will come back to it if you've got something real urgent um, send a message to the group and we'll acknowledge it but right now we've we've got too many pressing things to, to go onto right now so nothing personal but it's time for Jeff's award winning news
1: Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. How will COVID-21 or the coronavirus virus affect radio? Radio loses a Chicago icon. The University of Washington and the Los Angeles Chargers make radio moves. And finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the streets. It was a very busy week this week in the world of broadcasting and the big news. Well, what can you say about it? The big news is the coronavirus or the COVID-21. Whatever you call it, it's making news. Whether you listen to all talk radio stations or whether you listen to all news radio stations or news and talk radio stations, the big topic of conversation is the virus and how it will affect radio. We really don't know the overall effect of how the virus will affect radio, but we know it will affect radio in one area, revenue. For example, in California, the Coachella Music Festival, which was scheduled for April 10th, has been rescheduled for some time in September. How does this affect radio? We really don't know, but it will affect radio revenue-wise, especially if advertising is involved. But radio is a multifaceted business these days. Radio stations, while they do make money on advertising, also make money promoting and sponsoring special events. Events. One company that is very big in the special events business is Galaxy Media, based out of central New York in Syracuse, New York to be exact. Townsquare Media also has a very big special events business, and so does Intercom. How will this affect their overall bottom line? We don't know, but we will find out when their revenue reports come in in the next few months. In other news, folks living in Chicago, Illinois are mourning the death of a radio icon. His name is Clark Weber. He came to Chicago's WLSAM in 1961, and for nine years, he continued working at that radio station. He later Later moved to WCFL and later moved to WMAQ, and he hosted a talk show on WIND-AM as well. Later on his career, Clark Weber got out of radio, working instead in the radio advertising business with his own advertising agency. Clark Weber passed away at the age of 89 from cancer. Now let's take a look and find out what's happening on the street. If you're into sports, you'll be happy to know that there's a new home for the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers will be airing on iHeartMedia's KYSRFM. The station transfers on a frequency of 98.7, and they program an alternative rock format. This is a multi multi-year contract agreement with iHeartMedia and when the Chargers air on radio station KYSRFM, there'll be a two-hour pregame show and a one-hour postgame show. In other sports news, the University of Washington has moved their programming to iHeartMedia. The University of Washington football games will air on AM, that's the all-sports radio station, and KJAQFM with its variety its format. The University of Washington's men's basketball team will air on radio station AM for the 2020 and 2021 season. And what about women's basketball? That will continue to air on radio station KKNW AM, owned and operated by Hubbard Broadcasting. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. After two years in the job, Stephen Clark is retiring from mornings at radio station WOMC-FM. The station programs a classic its format. Stephen Clark says he's retiring to pursue his love of songwriting. Folks living in Minneapolis, Minnesota will notice changes to the radio landscape as radio station KQRS has made some changes to its morning show. Gone is Michelle Tafoya, who says that she's leaving the morning show because in the reorganization of the the morning show, she'd have a lesser role in that morning show. And who's replacing Michelle Tafoya? Brian Zepp. Brian Zepp was originally on mornings at radio station KQRS. However, that ended with a budget cutback in 2017. While well, now he's returning to the radio station and will provide you with an air check of this morning show in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, it looks like the Nash brand is being dropped by Cumulus and more and more radio markets. The market affected this time is Pensacola, Florida. The station is WXBM. They transmit on a frequency of 102.7 and instead of using the Nash brand, they're just using their call sign and frequency. Congratulations go out to Casey Daniels, who's the new operations manager for the radio cluster in Tallahassee, Florida. Not only is she the operations manager for the radio cluster in Tallahassee, Florida, but she's also the program director for their country radio station, WWOF The Wolf, and will provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast as well. Folks living in Shreveport, Louisiana, are noticing changes to the radio landscape, where sports is gone from radio station KRMD-AM and its FM translator. The sports is replaced by a satellite-delivered Light Rock format. Finally, congratulations go out to Joey Fortman, who is the new morning personality at radio station KOIT-FM in San Francisco, California. The station is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Joey Fortman not only will be doing the morning show, but she also has been tapped as KOIT's digital director. KOIT is owned and operated by Bonneville International. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. And with Mike Bloomberg out of the presidential race, the rankings look quite a bit different. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by, indeed, the employment recruiting firm. Number three is Wendy's, which we haven't seen before. Number four is McDonald's, and number five is Geico Insurance. Finally, we here at the Worldwide Legend have lost one of our own. It is sad to report the death of Chris Ramsey. Chris Ramsey was a longtime presenter on the Legend, and he was heard Mondays and Wednesday afternoons. He had a great show, played a lot of good oldies, and put a lot of content into his show. Chris Ramsey passed away from cancer, and we are all saddened by his death and pass on our condolences to his friends and family. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is jeff, that's j-e-f-f-jeff jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. I
2: want to second that sentiment about Chris. I worked with Chris, was here... I owned The Legend when he first came on and so almost 15 years mostly on that Chris was on The Legend so we did lose an icon and,
1: and I also remember him from his work at ACB Radio as well before The Legend um, That's true. He worked on, and, and I talked to him occasionally he was a ham radio operator so I remember from the amateur radio community as well so well we have a lot of news and I didn't even know where to start Bill so I, I wanted to talk about the news because it's it's important well, to
2: talk about. The, the, right. Well, the news has changed since you.
1: Yeah. It's, right. There's a mean, lot of it. First of all. Real quickly, let, real,
5: let me give you the dates on Coachella when it was moved. It was moved to the weekends of October 9th through the 11th and the 16th through the 18th. It was Those two weekends is when it's
1: going on. Okay, Okay, thank you very much, Sean. I didn't have that when I got the news. They just said it was gonna be moved, but they didn't say when. So thank you. Well let's where do we start here? Let's start I'm gonna start in New York City initially where WCBS television I'm sorry, CBS radio has not not doing their newscasts from New York their newscasts normally come from their broadcast center at fifty one West Fifty Seventh Street. Now you have to understand that although CBS Radio, the radio stations were bought out by Entercom. CBS Radio News is a totally separate entity owned and operated by CBS Television. And the radio newscasts are coming from CBS News Bureau in Washington, D.C. The Channel 2 News, which was normally coming out of 51 West 57th Street, is coming out of KCAL uh, Television. And I believe that's in, I thought that was in uh, uh, the—I LA. L.A., Los Angeles. So yes. that's where that's coming from. Channel 9. Yeah. Uh, Channel 9, KCAL <laughs> News. Now, the other thing is is that sporting events, and we can talk about this so the cows come home, NCAA canceled, for at least for now. NBA canceled Oh, no, wait, oh, no, wait, Jeff, it's canceled. NCAA totally. Is, totally. NCAA God. is canceled. And totally. Then, all N- winter. NBA. All winter and spring events. NBA. Well, they at least they're they they canceled for now, but I think they're, they're talking about canceling it for a few months. But they may come bring it back. I don't know uh, if they're
5: they do that. They are suspended for thirty days right now. They're they're going to evaluate right now. They said a minimum of thirty days suspension is what they're
4: saying. Well, and there the NBA is where we can make a little bit of an example out of all of us because there was a player for the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, who tested positive. For this, and apparently he was—if you believe his teammates—he was quite careless There's video. in the locker room. So, really, I mean, folks, if you have a cold or you don't feel well, stay home and and you know cover your mouth yeah. and all this other, all the uh, other uh, common the sense stuff.
1: They may have infected the whole team. You know, that's the whole thing.
4: Chances team. are, chances are pretty good. You're right, Jeff, because yeah, they, once they suspended the game last night, they didn't let the team leave. The arena. So I mean, that tells you how seriously they took. Them. Now the other thing. What about yeah, NHL? He was that, running that's around, been...
5: touching microphones, touching recorders, uh, going up, hugging reporters and teammates. And it, I mean, it was. And there's video of it out there.
1: And uh, what about the NHL? That's been canceled also for at least uh... that is, Yeah, that's uh, suspended, suspended as well.
5: Definitely, they're going to evaluate
1: in a couple weeks,
5: and they've asked their teams to go to their arenas to say, "Hey, find out for availability up until July, because in case we have to postpone it, because they want to try to finish the season if it slows down." But like I said, they're doing the smart thing. NHL, a lot of the sports leagues, and a lot of these others, they're taking on a week by week and a month by month, day by you know basis.
4: No, and of course, baseball. Is- baseball is suspended for the start of the season. There is delayed for at least two weeks, probably a little longer weeks. than that.
1: Now, here's the other yeah. part of the problem. How it affects radio revenue is because a lot of these events, like for example, let's say and and, some, and concerts are being, I'm going to give you an example of Pearl Jam uh, canceled their tour Now, if they're to, let's say they're coming to Albany, New York and they had did a lot of advertising for this concert Well, that advertising is gone and the revenue that would be made from that advertising isn't going to happen. The revenue that's made from any event, like for example in New York, in, in New York City, they've canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade, they've canceled the one in Albany, they've canceled the one in Syracuse But that, that you, may, you may say in Boston, you may say, "Well, why does that affect radio? Because a lot of advertising is keyed into that St. Patrick's Day parade, right? With special events." And, well, and
4: I or, imagine that I imagine the NCAA. I know on TV it does, and I assume on radio it does. That's a lot. That's a lot of, of revenue. Oh, yeah.
5: It's a lot of revenue. Yeah, so, it. and just like the South by Southwest music, music, film, and. Tech Festival, which was scheduled to start tomorrow, they canceled that last Friday. A lot of radio stations and a lot of TV stations, a lot of outlets around here had events tied in because they have this at about 200 venues throughout downtown Austin and
1: Outline. So, I mean, just the cost that the stations put into those events. And and what if if you're a college station and your campus is evacuated and you can't broadcast on the air? There there are definitely going to be College stations that are going to go off the air because they won't be—they won't allow staff on the campus.
5: Harvard canceled classes to, for the whole spring semester. University of Texas—they—they they just delayed spring break one more week until the thirtieth. They added a second week, but there's a couple like Harvard and a lot of your Ivy League schools have can And I know Harvard has a student radio station. Your Ivy League schools have canceled classes. For the rest of the semester, and here in Albany, online. New York,
1: the the schools are on an intercession break, so there's going to be a break in 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 school for next week. However, the yeah. week after that, there the classes are going to be done through distance learning. The problem is, will they will they the the, the dorms may be open, they may be closed, but uh, but we're really not sure, and and people they don't even know how they're going to do the distance learning. Or the remote learning because they, they haven't even figured out how to set that up yet. I was talking to my stepdaughter who goes to SUNY and she said, but well, they don't even know what's going on yet. So they really don't know how they're going to implement that. So that those are the those are the things I mean, it, yes, it does. And if, for example, March Madness, well, they might as well have, have say March Disappearing Madness because yeah. at least here we have Siena College. I believe they're part of the MAC tournament. They're in the, the MAC division or whatever. I'm not, you know, the MAC conference, yes. The MAC conference. Yeah, that's not going to be happening. And and I I know the owner of a restaurant He says, "Look, I'm I, my business is going to take a real hit this 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 month because we do a lot of special events for March Madness, and we're open later. We we're open for that whole thing." If there's, if there's a WrestleMania event at the Times Union, that may be canceled here in the Albany area. So it really does have an overall effect. And if all these events feed into radio, which they do, or television, which they do, uh, that's going to have an effect. If there's a exhibit that they ran in Albany called The Human Body, where they have an interactive exhibit exploring the union bo- human body. That's done through St. Peter's Hospital. But St. Peter's Hospital does a lot of advertising and cross-promoting with Channel 13 that's been canceled and that won't happen till next year go ahead sean i like
5: the houston rodeo was just i mean they they were halfway through but they canceled it and a lot of radio stations have ties into nights. they're like a different radio station will sponsor a different night for a different entertainer that's in there promoting it so and they have that at the big nrg stadium so i mean that's hurting them on some revenue on that
4: okay
2: we, well, we, do, we do have a hand just so Let's get, get a couple get, hands yeah and let's get through go ahead robert uh, hey, yeah. Uh, good evening,
6: guys. Uh, you were talking about sports. I just got an update on boxing. Boxing is going to continue. Uh, all fights that are scheduled are going to continue, but uh, all the venues will have no uh, fans. But the fights and will. And we we'll
5: cover that more. We will get into the whole sports cancelization and the layout on that. We'll go through the whole on that. you yeah. uh, uh, no, we have Sunday we have a,
6: we have a busy show Sunday on Sports
4: Lounge Live, guys, because. All yes. we're going to be talking about is cancellations and right. what's happening in each sport, and you know. But I, yep. if the sport is going on, whatever the sport is, I assume there's probably not going to be fans.
6: Yeah, so, NASCAR. There's
5: not going to be fans. P- PGA Tour has suspended fans for the rest of the month. XFL, no fans for these next few games. NASCAR, no fans at the next two races. So yeah.
1: I mean, I, how did Disneyland close today? I could see them televising sports without any fans, but. I, even, even that would affect the audience. because
4: You know, though, in all fairness, Jeff, the, now how, why they played half a game today, I do not know. But the Big East played a half a game at Madison Square Garden, and I was uh, watching a game on uh, Fox Sports 1, and there are some fans. What they allow is people associated, you know, with the players, like family members, and they allow cheerleaders and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, there are people. It's technically not
1: Nobody well, no, it's, it's was not, there. It's not an empty. But, but it's, tells, can, well, it's, it's pretty close. T- it's pretty close. You can certainly tell. about 12 out
5: 125 uh, fans per uh, per team per game, and it was like immediate family and stuff like that.
1: Right. Again. For again, again it's it's going to be interesting to see if, to see if they if they had a baseball game with no fans. Now, yes, yeah. you
4: which you they have which they have done. Remember, at Baltimore, they did that
1: a few yes, years they ago. Did. At a protest.
2: I think we got one more okay, raised hand. Okay, we have one
1: hand. Let, let me get to. And let me see what it needs to, to here.
2: be radio related.
1: Go ahead, Nolan. Hey, uh, I do want to.
2: Okay, so I wanted to let you guys know that in where I live here, you guys know that in where I live here in Michigan, some all of the. All of the college campuses are closed in Michigan, and also they have repostponed some of the events until like April thirteenth. Like over in, yeah. At Lake...
6: yeah, New-
4: I think that's I think that's a pretty a pretty fair assessment, Nolan. They're yeah. probably postponing
1: things everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you very much, Nolan. Well, I mean. I got an alarm going off in my building, but I don't think that's a real fire. I think that someone just pulled the alarm on one of the other floors. But if I have to leave you, I'll let you guys know.
2: So um, there's one way to get you quiet, Jeff. No. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I did see an, uh, a, a, just a very brief blurb uh, from Lance Venta of Radio Insight saying that radio stations may need people to do voice tracking if they can't get people to do work. And if they can do voice tracking from their homes, there may be some opportunities for some smaller stations who... Who really need it? So, uh, if, if you if you have those talents and have the right equipment, you may actually have some temporary employment. That's that's the only thing I can. Do.
5: <laughs> and I will I will give in radio. I'm going to give the, some of the different sports stations that I've heard some props because not only covering the sports end of this, but because they're a sports station, they don't have a political agenda. They've actually gone into this covering the virus and covering the aspects of what without. Agenda of one. Yeah, one I think you're right,
4: Sean. I think a lot of the sports media, to me, has been more responsible than the news media because what whatever side you're on in the news media, whether you're right, left, or whatever, you know, in the politics thing, you, they all have their own agendas. And at least with the sports mm-hmm. people, for the most part, they keep their political agenda out of it and only tell you facts. And and that's I think that's where we're at at this point. And I and I think both political well, parties need, need to pipe down a little bit too. Well, let's, I, don't to to, I don't we really want to get to – I don't really want to get – I don't think we right. should be getting political no, no, here. No, no, that's – I think that's no. – but I, I think most people feel that way, Jeff, that both sides need to pipe down yeah, a bit. both sides.
5: Because, so like, you got one side, like I heard George Norrie going, oh, we're exaggerating, downplaying, and then you hear the people on the other side, the MSNBC side, and even some of the Fox News people who are on different, say, you know, on the right side, but, you know, of the other, you know, right, that are kind of – Oh, you know, sending a pan- you got some on one side sending the panic stuff, but that's why I said the sports media has really done a good job of trying to be quote unquote fair have, and balanced. They have. The I
4: was listening to Chris Russo, and uh, and he has really done a pretty good job. I, I know yesterday he was he He didn't think it was as big of an issue, but today, once it got to be a big issue well, he he really has done a nice just, job covering it
5: and As things were breaking last night, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, I was listening to them, and they were just they were talking about it, and they said, you know this is just and they went they went through everything on uh, Fox sports Radio, I've got to give them some props uh, our local station has been the horn, they've been doing a pretty good job on it today trying to be fair and saying hey we got to talk about this because it affects not just sports stuff but local things that are
4: non-sports. So, you know, I there's think there's those no. of us who have iPhones and, and devices like that and I know I know Bill you do and I do and, and Jeff does but those of us who have those things those poor devices are probably tired after the past 24 hours. They've been burning up. I can tell you they've been blowing up
1: all yeah, day they long have. with news yeah, they have. I, and I, 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 know, I know that uh, from a fair a fact and and I will tell you the the network that I monitor and and is is really one that a lot of people don't listen to necessarily here, but I do, and I and I listen to uh, Bloomberg Bloomberg the Bloomberg channel because I'm not interested. I don't care about the cancellations more. I care about what the overall effect on the economy is going to be. As someone who has a pension, and my pension is invested in, the, our pension funds are invested in the in in, in Just, the stock market or in my in, in, my
4: advice to you then Jeff is don't look at it for a few weeks. Uh, You're probably right. You'll cry. We do have a hand, though. We We do. Well, hold on. And that's going to be Pam.
2: And Kansas City.
4: Yeah, I know. I got it. Go
1: ahead, Pam.
6: Hey, good evening, guys. Um, We have a state of emergency here, uh, here. And our governor is due to have a news conference here shortly. I think having to do with travel within the state. We've got another another case here. Are you on the Missouri um,
4: side, Pam, or the Kansas yes, side? Yes, I'm on, on the Missouri side. And that's okay. what
6: Craig
5: Way said. Mayor of Kansas City issued a... That's what he said yep. at the beginning of the broadcast this morning. Yep. His well,
0: show. As I yeah. said
1: before, my daughter goes to school, and I got a message from the school that uh, they're going to have a superintendent's conference because they think that two, two students in her school have, the, have this thing, and they don't know... I'm not sure what the school is going to do, but... Uh, but well, what I,
6: they what they've done here, the local colleges are going to online classes. Yeah,
5: that's yeah, what they've got here, here, too. That's so. what a lot of them are doing.
6: So,
0: let's and, see what
6: happens. It, you know, the, the tournament was was canceled here in town. Yeah, they oh yeah, they was canceled
4: they, third. They, yeah, the they, the they played two games they last night, the and then... Yep,
6: yeah, yeah, they
5: days in Texas Tech were on the floor warming up when they canceled it. Yeah. but you will know, like I was saying before we went we went on the air, you know who's during this who's if you have stock in Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, oh. uh yep. and oh. when HBO Max gets going, their stock is gonna go up.
1: And right. we have well, another hand. We, have, we, have, we have two hands raised. Let me get to Bob here in Syracuse. I mean in Florida, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob.
6: Thank you. Uh, this country
1: has become a country of wusses. When you think about how much
6: destruction the Spanish flu caused in 1918 and even the swine flu in 2009 um, most people who contract this are not going to die and this is a direct
4: this is yeah. a move to wreck the Trump economy Cut. so that Cut. the Democrats well, well, I don't know I, I don't know about that, happens. But...
5: No, because
2: let me, give, let me give you statistics. I heard, all right, on a, a, a regular... All right, uh, we are a radio show. Uh, and before I turn it back over, panel, that will not be tolerated. If you want to do politics, there's plenty of talk shows on the radio. All right, are we are we going to get back to regular discussion?
1: Yes. I I, and well, and we, I, I think we, I can to say, "Let's we have one more. Like let's, to regular discussions call and let's get the let's get the rest, let's get the next yeah. segment going." Okay. And nine let's five
2: four has been banned.
1: Well, okay. I am definitely, I uh, I agree with Bill, but um,
6: I just wanted to say, you know, it's it's really awful what's happening with the cruise industry down here. It really is. Anyway. But she's is happening in radio. <laughs> well, the service yeah. industries are the ones where people really are suffering.
3: Yeah, was, You're a service yeah the driver. cruise
4: industry, Mike, the airline industry, all those industries, they're seriously, you know.
3: Restaurants, stores, everything is suffering. You know, I'm really worried about how people are going to live. I'm very concerned. Let's how you get gonna the... Make money?
1: Anyway, uh, enough of that from me, so sorry about that. Yeah. It. I've been trying to get to, let's get this thing on the road. we got Jennifer's call letter in formats coming up.
2: Right, let's get this back. We're we're not that type of show here. So,
7: hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of March. 12. KMIT 105.9, Mitchell, South Dakota. Changes slogan from hot country to real people, real country. KMIT. KPET 690. Mesa, Texas. Changes slogan from hometown radio to KPET 105.1 FM and 690 AM. KRUA 88.1. Anchorage, Alaska, changes slogan from K-R-U-A 88.1 FM to K-R-U-A 88.1 FM, The Edge. K-R-Z-Q 106.1, Amargosa Valley, Nevada, changes frequency from 106.1 to 105.9. K-U-N-V 91.5, Las Vegas, Nevada, changes primary frequency format from jazz to smooth jazz and changes secondary format from adult alternative to soft AC and changes slogan from 91.5 the source to 91.5 FM jazz and more KUQL 98.3 Ethan South Dakota changes format from oldies to classic hits WDBL 1590 Springfield, Tennessee changes format from talk to Spanish religious WEB 990 Southern Pines, North Carolina changes slogan from talk radio 990 to WEBB 97.3 FM 104.1 FM and 990 AM WGSU 89.3 Genesis Geneseo, New York, changes slogan from 89.3 WGSU, the voice of the valley, to 89.3 WGSU, Geneseo's voice of the valley, W-N-A-E-A-M, 1410 Warren, Pennsylvania changes calls to WICU AM WIPC 1280 Lake Wales, Florida changes slogan from Radio Esperanza 1280 to Radio Esperanza 96.9 FM and 1280 AM WIZS 1450 Henderson, North Carolina changes slogan from W. WIZS 1450 to WIZS 100.1 FM 1450 AM WNAX 570 Yanktown, South Dakota changes slogan from the one you depend on to WNAX Radio 570 WVGC 96.7 Westminster, Georgia changes city of License from Westminster to Tignal. WWKU 1450 Glasgow, Kentucky. Changes slogan from ESPN Sports 1450 AM to ESPN 102.7. K L M E F FM 105.5. Port Isabel, Texas. Changes calls to KRIX FM. WCHY. 97.7 Sheboygan, Michigan changes primary format from country to talk and adds secondary format classic hits. WCMS FM 94.5 Hatteras, North Carolina changes slogan from Water Country 94.5 FM to Big 94.5 FM. WKPS 90.5 State College Pennsylvania changes format from Adult Alternative to Variety. WKNB FM 104.3 Clarendon, Pennsylvania changes calls to WNAE FM. WPSU 91.5 State College Pennsylvania changes slogan from Public Radio for Central Pennsylvania to Public radio for Central and Northern Pennsylvania. WPSX 90.1 Kane, Pennsylvania changes slogan from public radio for central Pennsylvania to public radio for Central and Northern Pennsylvania. WTGAFM 101.1 Thomaston, Georgia, changes format from Adult Contemporary to Hot A C and changes network provider from web. Westwood One Adult Contemporary to Westwood One Hot AC. K-E-T-W-F-M 94.5 Oakwood, Texas changes calls to K-D-N-T-F-M. K-O-W-Z-A-M 1170 Wasika, Minnesota changes calls to K-F-O-W-A-M. K-Q-E-Q 1210 Fowler, California changes slogan from Spice Radio to Radio Punjab. WBQA 96.7 Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, changes format from Classical to News Talk and changes slogan from Maine Public Classical to the Maine Public Broadcasting Network. WBQE 93.7 Millbridge, Maine, changes format from Classical Classical to News Talk and changes slogan from Maine Public Classical to the Maine Public Broadcasting Network. WCKR 92.1 Hornell, New York changes format from Hot A C to Sports and adds network provider CBS Sports and changes slogan from Fun 92.1 to 92.1 The Team. WCSR 1340, Hillsdale, Michigan. Changes format from adult contemporary to country and changes slogan from Radio Hillsdale to the Dale. WEBC 560. Duluth, Minnesota. Changes format from classic rock to sports and adds network provider, fan radio network and changes slogan from Sasquatch 106.5 to the fan. WMBG 740. Williamsburg Virginia changes format from Adult Standards to Classic Hits and changes network provider from Westwood One Adult Standards to Skyview Classic Hits and changes slogan from Williamsburg's radio station to 93.5 The Berg and AM 740 WWAX 92.1 Hermantown, Minnesota Changes format from sports to classic rock and changes slogan from the fan to Sasquatch 92.1. The following stations have signed off the air. KZAM 98.7, Pleasant Valley, Texas. WRSA 1420, St. Albans, Vermont. WRYP 90.1, Wellfleet, Massachusetts. WVNR 1340. Paltney, Vermont, and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, well, I Jennifer. St- I
4: hear that siren still going, Jeff, or, or that
1: yeah. are you hearing it? I can't turn it off, but uh, there's no fire in here. I don't. I don't well, know that's, where they that's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't, uh, believe me, I'd be out of here as soon as I could get out of here if that was the case. I'm sorry about the noise, but uh, what can I? We got some raised hands, so we do. Maybe while you're while you're getting,
4: off. yeah, while you're getting to one of those Jeff, uh, WNAX that uh, Jennifer mentioned. Uh, that's been a that's a big st- big time station up there in uh, Yankton, South Dakota.
2: Oh, is it? I've heard of that station.
4: It, it is. It's a they carry the Twins, the Vikings, and all that, and South Dakota State. And, wow, uh, they're, I, they're the five. They used to be the five state station.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. Let's get to Jerry. We haven't heard from him, and he, he's been waiting for a while. Go ahead, Jerry. All right, but Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead.
6: Okay, we're going to find out tomorrow about what's happening with Division Two NCAA. Uh, here in yeah. Indiana, PA, we are the host of the Atlantic Region Tournament. And it was already announced that, uh, you know, there would be,
4: you know, no fans, but uh, our sports director... They're canceled they're, now. Yeah, they're, the they're canceled, it. Jerry, because that the NCAA today, that applies to all NCAA. Oh, okay.
6: Oh, man, there was two bus loads here, too.
1: Maybe three. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe I you can entertain them at your house, Jerry. Now. Okay, let's get to Mike yeah. one more time. Let's get to Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Go which, ahead, Mike. Which is
6: now in New York, somewhere in New York, I guess. Used to be in Miami at 610. That's where Rickshaw got his start, believe it or not. They were a rock station for a
1: while. And what station What station was that, Mike? What station was that you cut off at the beginning? Uh, WCKR. That, that was in Miami, WCKR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I played an air check of him before uh, long, uh, well, a long – well, quite a while while ago. But I right. do remember when he passed away, I think I played an air check of him.
6: But... Yeah, they were, they were a great station.
1: Thank you. Uh, all right. Very good, Mike. I, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> what guys say. Anyone else have any comments? Uh, you know, hit star nine to raise your hand if you'd like to make a comment. We do have,
4: we do have one more. I think it is it
1: Joe. I think it is Joe. Yes. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah.
4: Hi, this is Joe. I just
6: wondering if you had any air checks of Herb Oscar Anderson.
1: I have, um, and some of them are not in the best quality. I do have an air check of him, not from uh, your station. I know he worked at W. Uh, what was it WIBC? W-G-G-Y. No, not WIBC. Uh, what's the one in Michigan? WGGY. WGGY. I know I can find that somewhere. We've we've actually broadcast that on the podcast, Joe. I have an air check of him uh, oh, from oh, WMCA yeah. before uh, before he went to WABC, and, but it's recorded with a guy. We recorded it on his radio in 1960, putting the microphone next to a tape recorder. Uh, at, oh, next to the radio, I say from a tape recorder, so it's not the best mm. quality, but it, it's the only quality, it's the only thing out there that's from his days at WMCA. So, yes, I do have that. If I can clean it up a little or see if I can get someone to help me clean it up a little bit, I'll, tr- I'll try to air that. Um, I also have an air check of Herbos Granderson, uh, when he did his very first show on WHNAM in New York City. Um, I think it was 1969. I'm not exactly sure of the year of it. I have to go through my hard drive, but I do have some air checks of Herb Oscar. And of course, I think I have. We've done him already. I have him for when he was at the Breeze in New Jersey, and we've done that already. So yes, there are some air checks floating around of him. So that's what we have.
2: Any other raised hands? Penny? Let me go.
1: Yeah, one more, Mike. Again.
2: Okay, Mike. Mike.
1: Mike. You're gonna. You're going Your hands gonna uh, gonna get get damaged by the It gets so high. Here we go. Hold on a oh, second, a muscle Mike. muscle in his shoulder. I know. <laughs> go ahead, Mike.
6: Jeff, why did Herb Oscar Anderson every morning around 645 play the hymn
1: of the day? He believed that that should be played on the radio. There's a story behind that, Mike. And he he wanted that hymn to be played. The management didn't like the hymn, but they, they did cave into because he had so many listeners and he gave that station a quite a bit of revenue. But what they yeah. would do to his hymn is every time they would play the hymns, they would shorten them. So, eventually, a three-minute hymn became a one-minute hymn. Wow. That's what happens. So, yes, he did play the hymn every every morning at about 645. You d- you do have a good memory, but that's what they did because they didn't want to offend them. Uh, they did not want to offend Herb Oscar Anderson by not playing the hymn, and they didn't want to offend the audience by just dropping the hymn, so they just shortened the hymn. So, that, that's what happened. So that's what happened.
2: That's something Uh, I did not know.
1: (laughs) I I didn't know that until I read a book on by Rick Sklar about the history of WABC and I heard Dan Ingram talk about it once on a WCBS FM Radio Greats weekend and they were talking about about the him and about the Herb Oscar Anderson at that point. So uh,
2: I see where the what is it, Red Apple Media took over this last right.
1: This guy is John Katzamatis, and I can't pronounce his John Katzamatis. Took over Red Apple Media. He, that's his company. He, owned a, uh, Red, uh, Red, he owns a supermarket. He owned Christina's in New York City. He's a very big businessman. He took over WABC. I don't know if he's going to do more local programming on the radio station. However, he was definitely welcomed. They had a big ceremony this week in New York City welcoming, welcoming, welcoming him to the radio community in New York. And we'll see what changes right. he might have to and make. I, at WABC. And I think I saw, I, that, uh, I think I
4: saw Jeff that at this point he said there would not be any immediate changes. That doesn't mean there won't be any in the future, but he said no immediate.
1: Right. I mean, I'd like to see more local programming and get rid of the syndicated programming, but it all depends on how much money they're making from that syndicated programming as well. So that's all I can say.
3: Well, I'd like Go to ahead, hope yeah. that he has enough money to not really worry about what WABC does economically. And well, he he's can got enough money the time
1: to build. He's got enough money, and he can build the radio station. He has talked about that already. One thing he did not do is he did not make do a mass firing of everyone that works there. Chad Lopez is still the program director. I mean, uh, Dave uh, still a market manager, still the head of the uh, radio station. Dave Labrosi is still the program director, and we'll see. And he left the Cumulus staff in place, and we'll see what happens. I mean, he could have fired everyone, and you've seen that happen many times in radio. So so hopefully, they
3: will uh, build it right. One can uh,
1: the one can only hope. (laughs) Well, I don't think we'll be seeing the radio station WABC go to a top 40 format. No,
3: we won't see that, but some sort of talk. I, but, I, I, would, I wish that they would do a 24-hour local talk there, because there's no excuse for New York not to
1: have a 24-hour local talk. But an AM In my station, opinion.
2: can an AM station be successful?
1: Well, they're 50,000 watts. If they what, what what would be nice if they were able to get an FM translator or an FM station to go with that AM station, and they certainly could do, they could capitalize on that. That I do know. But I don't know that that's going to happen at this point. So that's all I can say. We don't really know yet. Um, he just took over the station two weeks ago. The, uh, well, two weeks ago, Monday, was when the transfer actually took place. And that's all. We don't know more. We don't know any more than that. So...
2: I know they had a banquet and award ceremony for him, so who knows what?
1: Well, a lot of publicity to try to sell the state. They have not been doing well, and they don't do well in the ratings right now. So, and that's the big thing: if they can up the ratings and they get more advertising, then they—if they get more advertising, one hand washes the other. If they get more advertising, then they might be able to think about putting in local programming on WABC or more of it. That is.
2: Because unfortunately, there's just a handful of successful AM stations across the country.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, look at uh, the one that, and it's hard—it's hard to believe it, but if you go to in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and you got WLW, and that's that, they have mainly live and local programming all day long, and, and that does very well, and.
2: As a, a matter a, of fact, I don't think they have any non-local programming.
4: They don't because the the Franken network, they syndicate that
2: overnight. Right. They, they no? do yeah, that, that, that themselves uh, and all through yeah, the uh,
1: day. And if they do have some syndicated programming, it might be buried in somewhere on the weekends.
2: I and don't then, know about They that. don't even have that, Jeff.
1: Because I, I don't listen to them that much. But I know right. that they definitely have. Well, I liked it when they were on the satellite. There was a right. time when they were on Sirius satellite radio all day long. and we could. I remember going from Albany, New York, to Augusta, Georgia. And we would listen to WLW all the way down. So, uh, and, and I especially enjoyed listening to Mike McConnell, who's still there, and, and uh, Cunningham. Um, Bill Cunningham. Bill Cunningham, who does a syndicated show on Sunday nights at ten o'clock.
4: And, of now course, as we, know, as we know, those of us on Sports Lounge Live, Bill Cunningham is the one who uh, periodically will interview Marty Brenneman, which we usually play
2: some of that audio. And right. they're, they're good friends. And they, are,
1: they absolutely are. And they're very good The only good thing friends. that happened to Cunningham uh, is that his TV show didn't work out. Remember, he had a, he t- he he did, had a TV yeah. show. It did yeah, not work out. It was no. a Jerry Springer-type show, so it wasn't really, yeah. yeah well, there's a lot of those kind of shows out there. If you listen to the Fox Network or watch that television network, during the daytime, a lot of these Fox affiliates. Yeah, I was on our.
5: Yeah, Bill Cunningham was on our CW affiliate, and it was it was one of those type of Jerry, Maury, Steve type shows. So, and he's not fit for doing that type of show. True, his. true.
2: But you I'm going to tell you next- right now, Jeff, before we get to the ballroom stuff, the radio st- the television stations here both. Are devoting more and more hours per day in the morning from like four, four o'clock till nine, and even the Fox till ten, doing an eleven o'clock news hour, twelve o'clock news hour, coming back at three, yep. doing four, five.
1: Yep. I believe, and I've said this before. Uh, I look at. I was just watching WGN today, and they have uh, their news starts at four thirty in the morning, goes till ten. Then their midday news, and this is Chicago time, then their midday news starts at 11 in the morning and goes till 1 and then their next newscast I believe starts at 4 in the afternoon and goes till 6. And And this is on the Chicago version. This is on the Chicago version. And then their regular newscast goes from 9 until 11. (laughs) There there is a point in time where I do believe that that television station is going to go 24-hour all news. Now we already know Because we talked about this uh, in a cord-cutting segment, that WGN America is going to be doing starting this summer, a primetime newscast that's going to run from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. And that, that, and I bet that will eventually go to all national. Next Star is not stupid. They know how to make money, and I believe that's what they're going to do. They're going to capitalize. They're going to capitalize on all the Next Star radio, radio right, television stations to run that newscast. Uh, or to run news, or to be, you know, contribute to the, the primetime news, and to contribute to the Next Star television stations, because I believe you'll see more 24-hour news stations on television, especially if they can make and money.
5: And Next Star does that with a lot of their TV stations. Like I said, here in Austin, you know, they do the combinations, they have it till, on the NBC station, then they flip their news over to the CW, and then they do that with CW, and then back to NBC at night, and then you know they do that here, and then in Houston, their CW station has five or six, at, almost similar to what WGN has. You know, which WGN is a CW affiliate for Chicago. So they're doing very similar. And NextStar, NextStar has a lot of news on their station.
1: Yeah, we have WPIX here in New York, and they run them news from 4:30 in the morning till 10 o'clock in the morning. And I know they're going to be adding news at noon. They have a lot of other shows that they're syndicated. They have commitments with, but once those are contractually able to be taken off, you're going to see more news on that station. They do run news from 10 to 11 at night, and from 5 until 6:30 in the from 5 in the afternoon to 6:30 at night. So you're going to see a lot of that happening. All right, over to you, Bill.
2: All right, I think it's time that we did your feature from the make believe. Ballroom, and some people might like this, and some people might say, eh, I don't know, but anyway, we're oh, we're going to do this right now.
8: I see. You're a Radio man. shows come and radio shows TV. go. But the make-believe ballroom fact, is always it. there. Celebrating 54 years, the, the ballroom debuted in 1935 nice on radio station WNEW New York. It's billed as the oldest and longest-running popular music show in the country.
0: It's make-believe ballroom time. Put all your cares away. Here To bring good cheer your way It's make-believe forum time And free to everyone It's no time to fret Your dial is set for fun
6: Good morning, everybody. Well, it's 10 o'clock, Monday morning, October 7th. And we're starting another week of broadcasting.
8: It's That's October 7th, 1947, with host Martin Block. For 20 years, this dean of disc jockeys created a mythical meeting place for listeners of American classics. Hang around. have some nice music
6: lined up for you. Yes, there's music that sparks the magic of romance. Music that stirs the smoldering secrets of memory. Right now, it's all for your musical entertainment. And it's Diana Shaw to sing for us. I'll never love again.
8: When Fanny Rose Shore first sang for Martin Block, she chose the song Dinah. Later, Block forgot her name and introduced her as Dinah Shore. Thus, her name and career were born. In his imaginary ballroom, Martin Block helped make stars of many performers. How could I? have any impact on your career I mean oh boy going on? <laughs> did it you know uh, Martin Block I, my first recording
9: was because of you and it was in 1951 and Martin Block fell in love with that record and he started playing it well it became so powerful by him putting that in focus that it became number one for 39 weeks on the charts I was very very young obviously Sammy I was just
3: starting to be a songwriter, and I realized there were certain stations that played the songs, and this make-believe ballroom was the station, and for all my life, seems has been the station. I vividly remember Martin Black. I can almost see him with his mustache. And he loved songwriters.
10: Good morning, world. This is William B. Williams, and here is your make-believe ballroom.
8: Another legendary proprietor of the ballroom was William B. Williams. With a warm and friendly style, he entertained a fateful audience for thirty years, beginning in 1958. The ballroom
10: will be with you up until 11:30 this morning, and we'll be playing music from the pop idiom. In
8: the fickle world of popular music, William B. Williams makes the ballroom was a constant of great sounds from the past and present. Resisting the trend toward top 40 in rock and roll, William B. played Sinatra. Tony Bennett, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, some of his many friends.
0: Always.
10: Ladies and gentlemen, my guest, the chairman of the board, Francis Albert Sennacherib. Hi there, my name is Francis Albert Sinatra, and I got news for you. Here's your host, William B. Williams. Name dropper. (laughs) i M-E-W. I'm sure you haven't heard this, but you sure sing up a storm, Mr. Crosby. Oh, oh, Bill, you're very kind (laughs) on this. Very pretty rainbow grill with the incomparable Ella Fitzgerald. The
7: object of my affection can change my complexion
10: from brown to rosy red. now Basie. I tell you, Basie, your band plays the way Raquel Welsh walks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, there's something, it, uh, there's an undulating movement. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with the Basie band... Mr. Tony Bennett.
9: I looked at you and suddenly
10: Something in your eyes I see Soon begins bewitching me
8: You were good friends with willie b oh yeah yeah, yeah he was
9: a beautiful person you yeah. know he just loved music and he understood all the musicians and he really lived it uh-huh. and he became he was a very special guy because you know this great big powerful city and he made it a very intimate place you know he, he made it he, he was in everybody's home and for 40 years he uh, he, he treated it like a small town <laughs> I like it. Welcome back, everybody, wherever you are, to
8: WNEW Rainbow and Stars. Les Davis is currently in command of the ballroom. He's continuing the tradition of hosting live guest appearances by singers and bands who have helped shape the station's sound.
7: It's, uh...
8: Rosemary Clooney, ladies and
7: gentlemen. It's, It's really
0: on microphones before i <laughs> swear you i have uh, the thing
7: that i love about uh about wnew it's really responsible for the beginning of my recording career though uh i recorded a song with tony pastor the first record that i ever made was a song called you can believe it's the truth uh, i'm sorry i didn't say i'm sorry when i made you cry last night the whole title and i was so scared when i was doing it that i could barely sing above a whisper and Martin Block thought that that was a unique new style with this
0: girl called Rosemary Clooney. And so for years, you know, he was playing and said that was my style. And so I was trying to copy the thing that I had when I was scared to death. The city's clamor can never spoil the dreams of a boy and girl. We'll turn Manhattan. To an Isle of Joy. Rogers and Hart,
9: 1925.
0: Uh, well, very good, ladies and gentlemen. Just
9: a little very good. That's so easy. So easy, so relaxed. Thank you very much. And so jazzy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the original Make Believe Ballroom Hall of Fame. AM 1130 WNEW New York presented to Rosemary Clooney for your lasting contribution to America's popular music. I'm very proud of you.
8: year, Rosemary Clooney and more than a dozen other performers have been honored with inductions into the Make-Believe Ballroom Hall of Fame.
9: New York presented to Duke Ellington for his lasting contribution to America's popular music. Let me just present this to Mercer Ellington.
0: Hello,
10: world. This is William B. and live from Basin Street East in Midtown Manhattan, we bring you... Duke Ellington, and the orchestra.
9: playing billy taylor thank you over the years we have played a lot of billy taylor so billy this is for you and our thanks of course for everything you've done and everything you will continue to do well thank you very much that's quite an honor
8: billy taylor my friends In this world of ever-changing values and musical tastes, it's reassuring to know that for more than five decades there's been a program faithful to the old favorites and music which carries on that tradition. The Make-Believe Ballroom is not just American radio history. Its music is right now.
0: It's Make-Believe Ballroom time. We are a sweet Let's dance. Come on,
2: children. Let's dance. Well, thank you, Jeff, for that one.
1: No problem. I I I'm trying not to tear up a little bit because that was my father's favorite radio station and they really did do live remotes or tape remotes. Uh, I remember 1963, and they did a uh, remote with uh, a tape presentation. William B. Williams and Nat King Cole, and it sounded so good. George Shearing, Rosemary Clooney, Tony Bennett, Duke Ellington, Frank Sinatra. What can you? There's not much you could say about that, Bill. And I know some of the younger guys, like Sean, you're kind of young. You you don't rem- well, you wouldn't I was, remember. I was going to
3: ask though, because.
5: Didn't he later on towards the end? Didn't they syndicate or take the make believe Ball, ballroom
1: national? Well, they, it was a syndicated show, but it wasn't the make believe ballroom. But they did do it syndicated. There was a guy named Mark Simone, and uh, but actually before Mark Simone, it was Mark Simone and Steve Allen, and Steve Allen died, and Mark Simone Simone continued they but they didn't do. It they, was a they, they didn't do. They didn't do. Um, uh, a, a lot of that for a while, but the station had already been going downhill. It ultimately got sold to Mike Bloomberg, and it became Bloomberg, Ra- Bloomberg Radio. So,
5: I remember coming to Texas, coming to San Antonio, moving to Texas in 1982, and I could get Kelby J here in Austin, and I think they ran a version of the Make Believe they Ballroom. Did they did their own. They Oh, that, that was their own. That, that Yeah, wasn't...
3: they did call it Make Believe Ballroom time, but they had a guy named John something, Cool. Okay, that was a local.
5: I thought maybe that was yeah, right. Yeah. And if you, and, and if you guys
1: and if you guys remember this, the uh, the satellite format, it was uh, I, I forgot it. it was done by Bonneville International on ABC. They had a guy named Eddie Hubbard in the browsers. Of yeah, the, sure, remember and, him. Yeah, and that 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 satellite format tried mm-hmm. to emulate at least some of that WNW. We we do have some hands raised. I want to get to you, Joe, because I had a feeling that you were gonna that you were gonna want to talk about this. So go ahead, Joe.
2: Oh, hi, thanks. This is Joe.
6: Thank you so much for the Make-Believe Ballroom. Oh, I was dancing around here, and there was a brief period of time that was carried on ABC Radio, and I lived in Minneapolis, but our local ABC radio station didn't carry it that much. They preferred to run their own DJs, but I remember Martin Block a little bit on the Make-Believe Ballroom. On ABC right, radio, he did, he
1: did leave AB. He did he after spending twenty years at WAW, he did move to WABC in 1955. He stayed there until 1960 when WABC adopted the rock format. Boy, you are fond of knowledge, Joe. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We do have one a call from Jerry, out in uh, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, Go ahead, like- Jerry. Go ahead. Say it again. I got into the make-believe
6: ballroom. My father turned me on to it. Uh, wasn't there a period? It seems to me it was on WOR on Sundays. I remember listening to. Uh, I think it was one to two p.m. He'd have a segment featuring a big band or whatever.
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, when WABC uh, dropped Martin Block in favor of top forty or rock programming, what what happened was he uh, he ended up getting uh, uh, moving to show to WOR AM. And he was on mm-hmm. Saturdays and Sundays. He started this show on Saturdays and Sundays, and it ran from, if I'm not mistaken, it ran from ten o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And then it was then it was played. Then, then when he died in 1967, it was replaced by Your Honor Roll of Hits with uh, Chris Cunningham. Yes, I do remember that, and you bring back some memories for me. Uh, he 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 also did shows for the National Guard. It was a, a radio show called The Guard Session. And as a matter of fact, I found this uh, a guard session radio show with Martin Block and Sarah Vaughn. So, and I have it in my uh, in my collection. So, and so I have it in my collection of radio shows uh, uh, from uh, Google Play Music. So that's what happened. So, so that's what it, that's what I could say about that. Hey, uh, I know we're going to be very
5: going- si- very similar to make the ballroom. There's a guy out of Houston who KQUE was there forever. Uh, did a very similar type show, uh, Paul Berlin, and I think he's in his 70s, maybe even almost he's eighty. No longer, he's he's still... no
3: longer around. So he. Oh, oh <laughs> he
5: because even five years ago, he was still doing a show on KSCV, a Saturday night show. I didn't know he
3: had passed. Yeah, no, he died he a few that. years ago. He did and, it like, okay, yeah, he did when it for 50-something years. When I lived in Houston, they had a guy named Ronnie Renfro who did a big band show on Sunday night. Wow. And that guy, he was young. He was in his 20s. And he had a he has his own big band orchestra there in Houston. And he had him. He had an encyclopedic knowledge of that music. So he grew up with. And,
1: to and it. let's not forget about Ed Walker, who played seventy eights on WAMU but and, there, a, and yeah. a, a show of that type. Bill, I think we can go for our next segment.
2: All right, Jeff, which one do you want it to be?
1: Let's do, do the W. Let's do the WAF. What, what do we have? We got WAF, and then we'll do the air check of the uh, for the WWFX after that. Okay.
2: Alright, you talk this one right here, Jeff.
1: Alright. Two weeks ago, we've presented the end of an era in Boston Massachusetts radio. The end of radio station WAAF as a rock station as we know it. How about going back to nineteen seventy-nine? July thirteenth to be exact, and we're going to hear WAAF in its prime. The radio announcer is John Clark, and you're going to hear references to the WAAF or WAF Giraffe, as they called it. So, without further ado, sit back and enjoy album rock as it should be done on radio station WAAF from July 13th, 1979, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
11: WAAF, the home of the WAF Giraffe with Derek and the Dominoes. <laughs> the cars on AAF. rock and roll from Nick Gilder on WAAF Worcester, home of the WAF giraffe. I'm John Clark from Belchertown with you here for one more hour. you zookeeper up until 2 when Jeremy comes in. And this hour I'll be doing something new from that new Live Who album, a track from the Alan Parsons Project and Van Halen up next on AAF.
0: A coke and a smoke.
12: Rock and roll for this blockbuster concert Friday night, August 17th, at the Springfield Civic Center, Van Halen. special guests at the Springfield Civic Center Friday night August 17th and Van Halen will also appear at the Cape Cod Coliseum Saturday night August 18th as part of the Bush Cape Cod Summer Music Festival. tickets for both shows available at Hurdy Gurdy Records in Worcester, Strawberries all Ticketron locations, both box offices out of town in Elsie's in Boston or call Concert Charge at 426-8181 Van Halen, Springfield Civic Center, August 17th, and Cape Cod Coliseum, August 18th, part of the Bush-Cape Cod Summer Music Festival, presented by Don Law. All Ticketrons now have the Van Halen tickets
11: and other outlets for the Springfield Civic Center will have them early next week.
13: The rock and roll nightclub of the 1980s is here today. It's called Rick's Saloon, and it's in downtown Gardner. Rick's Saloon features a beautiful decor with an antique restored bar and a classic setting. When the band takes a break, Rick's fabulous sound system Pumps out today's top hits, making for a real comfortable atmosphere for socializing. This weekend, Albatross supplies the music for three big nights, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Rick Saloon with Albatross, Friday through Sunday, and that's some good partying you shouldn't miss.
0: I believe in the USA.
13: Ricks is open seven nights a week Monday through Wednesday nights They feature disco for your dancing pleasure So whatever your musical preference Ricks has the sounds for you
0: In
13: the USA Ricks Saloon, 74 Parker Street, downtown Gardner With the atmosphere that all rock and roll clubs should have Let's go to the new
11: Van Halen, Van Halen album now This is Somebody Get Me a Doctor on 107 WAAF Home of the Waff Giraffe with the Steve Miller Band. Sunday night, we've got another edition of the all-night album replay coming up for you. That six albums tracked through in their entirety. And we'll start it off with a brand new one from the Kinks called Low Budget. And i got Crosby, Stills, and Nash up next on AAF. Hi,
14: ladies, your Garland Heat Wave weather wizard reporting from high up in the Garland DSB weather balloon. The hot Garland Heat Wave sale starts Thursday at all 16 DSB stores and all 14 Garland companies company stores, you'll see a hundred brand new, sizzling styles of beautiful teas and tops, just made by Garland in the U.S. in a rainbow of cool, fresh colors. I predict the temperature will be high, but these sale prices are unseasonably low. Only $199, $299, and $399. Comparable values of $8 to $16. You'll save 70 to 80% and can get three or four for the usual price of one. Imagine, only $199, and $3.99, and there's much, much more. There are fresh new shorts, pants, and skirts at low, low prices. So I forecast you'd better hot-put it to your nearest DSB or Garland Company store.
11: In Worcester, Hadley, Lemonster,
12: and 27 other locations in New England.
15: Don't buy any furniture this weekend, not even from us. Wait until Monday. Can you imagine me, Sylvia from Miller Furniture, telling you this? Well, you heard me right. Wait until Monday for our once-a-year red-tags super sale. During the dog days of summer, for one week only, you can take 20% off the regular low price of all in-stock merchandise. I repeat, a crazy 20% off on every living room, every bedroom, every dining room, every waterbed, every dinette, every chair and recliner, every sleep sofa, every occasional piece, and every piece of bedding. Fantastic! This 20% offer, for obvious reasons, is for one week only with no gimmicks. And this does not apply to previous purchases. All information regarding this Sale will be in our circular in Sunday's Worcester Telegram. Don't miss it. We offer free delivery and setup within our trading area, easy credit terms, and we're air conditioned. We're the leader. We're Miller Furniture, 46 Mill Street, Webster Square, Worcester. Wait until Monday for a one week furniture sale you won't forget.
12: The Grand Prix of Partying happens this and every weekend at the Thompson Speedway Clubhouse in nearby Thompson, Connecticut. Friday and Saturday nights you'll rock to the music of Jove. Saturday night's Jove supplies the kind of rock-solid music that's made the Thompson Speedway Clubhouse such a popular weekend party spot. It's just a 22-minute ride from Worcester by taking Route 52 to exit 99. The Thompson Speedway Clubhouse features very reasonable drink prices in a country club atmosphere. More and more people from Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut are kicking into high gear at the Thompson Speedway Clubhouse. And remember, the Connecticut drinking age is only 18, so be sure to bring an ID and proper attire, please. The Cadillac of party spots, the Thompson Speedway Clubhouse, with the music of Jove, Friday and Saturday nights. Just take Route 52 to exit 99 to Route 193. And look for Albatross at the Thompson Speedway Clubhouse next Thursday night, July 19th. If you're out in the sun this
11: afternoon, you have my envy. It is a hot one, mostly sunny this afternoon. Highs getting up into the low 90s, where they are now. Tonight we'll be seeing some increasing cloudiness, with lows in the middle 60s and tomorrow. I hate to tell you this, but cloudy with a chance of showers at a high of only about 80 degrees. Currently, 90 degrees along the New England coast, and 91 degrees on the inside of New England. And this is Crosby, Stills, and Nash from the very first album, a cut called Long Time Gone. On 107 WAAF. Here's the song all, everybody always calls up for as Teenage Wasteland, when in reality it's Baba O'Reilly from The Who on WAAF. with Jonathan Edwards. Hey, watch out for the giant new WAF giraffe, our new pet. The WAF giraffe is the friendliest and most generous pet you'll ever see. He's also about to be unleashed. He's about eight feet tall, and he's pretty hard to miss, as you would imagine. Anything which is eight feet tends to stand out in the crowd just a little bit. Now, anytime you see the waft giraffe, it will have something really nice for you. And as I said, we'll be turning him loose this afternoon over at Hurdy Gurdy Records. And uh, Harvey will be up there, too, He'll have him on a leash. And I got the Alan Parsons Project up next on WAAF.
6: Hello, I'm George Barnes. In my new movie, Just You and Me, Kid, I have fights with gangsters, chases with the police. I go from big comedy to heavy dramatics, and I have to do all this with beautiful Brooke Shields on my hands. Frankly, the role would have been too much for an older man. George Burns
14: and Brooke Shields, two juvenile delinquents in Columbia Pictures' Just You and Me Kid, rated PG, parental guidance suggested.
11: Opens today at the Lincoln Plaza Theater in Worcester. Whatever you're into, dancing, jogging, hiking, biking, working
9: hard, playing hard, or just plain relaxing, that great look you got at Command Performance will still be there long after you had your hair cut. Command
0: Performance. You keep on looking like you looked
9: when you left. It starts with the Precision Haircut, our method of cutting your hair in harmony with the way it grows. So all you do is shake it and let it fall into place, naturally.
0: You keep on looking like you
9: look when you left. That flowing natural look will keep its terrific shape without a lot of fuss. The next day when you wash your hair and the next day and the next day and the next day. Performance,
0: that you keep on looking like you look when you left.
9: And you can come in when you like because no appointment is ever necessary. The precision haircut lets you look your best for a long long time and it's available at only
16: one place.
0: Performance, that you keep on looking like you look when you left.
16: The Command Performance Hair Salon is now open in the Auburn Mall. Walk in anytime Monday through Saturday between 10 and 9 p.m. No appointment necessary
12: will be some of the finest music you'll hear this summer. The Newport Sea Concerts, happening this weekend in Newport, Rhode Island, at beautiful Fort Adams State Park. Tonight, Friday the 13th, it's James Taylor, John Hall, Larry Coryell, plus special guests. The first band goes on at 4 p.m. today, and the music flows well into the evening.
0: Hey baby, I'm your hand Tomorrow,
12: Saturday, July 14th, Gordon Lightfoot with special guests Steve Goodman and Jonathan Edwards. That show also starts at 4 p.m. and will go well into the night. And the Newport Sea Concerts conclude Sunday with Judy Collins, Livingston Taylor, and Steve Forbert. Sunday's show also starts at 4 p.m. Advanced tickets are on sale at all Ticketrons, Gracia, Out of Town, Strawberries, and all usual Rhode Island outlets. You will also be able to get tickets at the door for each performance. Fort Adams State Park is located on the harbor in Newport, Rhode Island. And the concerts are presented by the Banzini Brothers as a benefit for the American Sail Training Association. And the Banzini Brothers
11: also bring you Devo, July 19th. 19th at Rhode Island College and tickets are on sale now at Gracia
12: and Ticketron. Hi, this is Harvey Lee, manager of Lafayette Sound and Radio, Lincoln Plaza in Worcester. We display over 30 different models of car AM, FM, stereo, 8-tracker cassette music systems either in dash or under dash priced from eighty-nine ninety-five to two ninety-nine ninety-five, from famous makers like Sanyo, Pioneer, or Audiobox.
13: Right now at Lafayette Sound and Radio, you can pick up a Sanyo AM, FM, stereo cassette unit with auto reverse, locking fast forward and rewind, four-way speed Speaker fader and continuous play function for just one thirty nine ninety five. Also, a Sanyo AMFM stereo eight-track in dash unit with four-way speaker fader, separate bass and treble controls, locking fast forward and repeat channel selector. Now just one thirty nine ninety five. Take advantage of these great specials and more right now at
12: Lafayette Sound and Radio. As a Lafayette special offer this week, when you purchase any car AMFM stereo cassette or eight-track music system, you can buy any size Jensen coaxial speakers for only thirty four ninety five. An additional savings of $15. For your complete car stereo needs, see us at Lafayette Sound and Radio for sales, service, and installation. Lincoln Plaza in Worcester. Open daily 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday till 6, where there's always plenty of free parking.
11: If you're a student, something you might want to keep in mind is that you have rights that you might not be aware of, such as seeing your school records. If you'd like more information, you should contact the Central Massachusetts Student Service Center. The number's 835 6266, and they've got all the information. We've got the on Persons project now from the album Tales of Mystery and Imagination on 107 WAAF. (laughs) WAAF and the Eagles.
1: there you go. Memories of the good old days of WAAF-FM in Worcester, Massachusetts from July 13th, Friday the 13th, 1979. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the broadcast, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail? For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Sorry about all the commercials, but I was trying to show you in that thing is why they had so many commercials. They were, in Western Massachusetts, the only album rock station that really did anything, and they had lots of power and they covered a wide swath of that area of Massachusetts and they they sold that radio station like they sold like they, like they were selling tickets to a movie I mean they they were sold out on every availability they could find oh, I
3: mean, yeah that's that's obvious i mean it just they were I mean, uh, you know they had so many uh, listeners and everything they they played i knew <laughs> and uh, i mean
5: yeah i was They had had a couple, like on the Van Halen, they went into a deeper track, but I mean, it was, you know, everything was pretty familiar, it was, uh, I mean, when they have commercials for stuff from Rhode Island to Maine, now knowing that's not a big, big area, but the fact that they were covering, and that's the days when... All the album rock stations had their Sunday night six packs so their six albums Sunday nights, whatever they'd all day, call
3: them. We had a station that had the seventh day. We had one had the Sunday night six pack and the other one had the seventh day. So And you know, we, we had
5: the five kiss,
6: Sunday, Sorry. 6 pack six pack. Yeah. Mike? Yeah, Go p- ahead, Mike. Yeah, they were you know, they were a fun they were a fun station. I wasn't really into hard rock that much, but the thing is about them and between now, I mean, on classic rock stations, you hear the same classic rock songs over and over again. At least they played a wide variety, and they sounded really like uh, the old WSHE or Zeta 4. They sounded I, great. I, I,
1: I totally agree with you, Mike. And, uh, I, I i mean, I know. I know because and I, I could get them. When I lived in Albany... I moved to Albany in 1980, and the band opened up. I could get that radio station uh, like a local sometimes. That's how good they would come in. And, I, and I, I, I'll never forget that radio station. They had uh, a guy that did the morning show originally and played the guitar while he did the morning show on this show. And they also had – they were the home – and, Sean, I know who you know this guy is, Bob Rivers. He was at WAF from 1982 until 1987, and I believe from there he went to – uh, I think he went to Baltimore, and I know he went to Seattle, Washington, so –
5: yeah he, went to, yeah, he was in Seattle last, but, and
1: when he did a lot of those comedy albums, he was at WAAF. That's
2: correct. Well, when did you know, that the, station go away, Jeff?
1: That station went away two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Oh,
2: no, I'm, uh, I'm talking about, about that. I know.
1: I'm sorry, say that again. I'm sorry.
2: I know when the station went away a couple of weeks ago, but the format like it was in 1979.
1: Oh, it started in 1970. And uh, and even though, you know, they were bought out, they had a few different owners over the years, they kept the album rock format. I don't think it was ever quite as good as it was when you got to hear them on this particular air check later on.
2: Yeah, their commercials were great.
1: Well, I mean, no yeah. one likes commercials, yeah. but, uh, but, but you know, they, I, they, they bring back, a, uh, it's like going back in time listening to that stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's what I enjoy yeah. about it. If, to- if I want to go I see check.
3: Albatross, I know where to go. Yeah, and they
1: brought up Chick... Chick- they were at Ticketron, man. there's was a <laughs>
2: or Ticketron. Yeah, which is now Ticketmaster. Or oh, the, they the car radios too. I like that.
1: That's right, and, and that's what I could say.
2: <laughs> I get you and, an eight-track,
1: Jeff. track right. or cassette. We had an eight-track when cassette. I was when I was in Syracuse. My, bar, my roommate had an eight-track, and we used to make custom tapes. And we just let when we had a, he had a recorder, we just run albums. We had a turntable, we just tape albums, and we'd be in the car. Put the tape, track, eight-track tapes in, and then and let it roll. What can I say? You know. Yeah. But back then, that's when Ticketron
5: and Ticketmaster were competing, and I think that's when Ticketmaster was Rainbow Ticketmaster.
1: Yeah, they might have been. I don't remember that, but I do remember. I definitely remember <clears throat> Ticketron. I also, because you know, it, it it was a different kind of environment then, and maybe things seemed to be. Even though maybe the economy wasn't as good, I know we were getting into a recession back in 1979. It just seemed like it was a better time at that point. Maybe it was because things were going great in my life. I
0: just <laughs> and we were the- all
1: younger. A I- lot <laughs> <while> young, You <laughs> well, better believe it. Me- we certainly were. And I,
5: I, was, I was seven years old, but in the late 70s and into the 80s, I grew up on album rock radio. That's what I
4: listened to. And oh, I yeah. To that, very that, was mad popu- I- that was popular back then.
5: Yeah. yeah. I would get mad when my album rock, when someone that I heard on the rock station like when I heard Van Halen get played on the top forty station, I'm like, oh, they're selling out. They're off the rock. What are they doing on
1: the pop station? Well, that's, unfortunately. Better. That's my favorite group is touring, and of course, they may not be performing now with this whole thing. But Genesis is coming back with Phil Collins, his son Nick Collins, Steve. I yep. mean uh, Tony Banks and Mike Rutherford, and um,
5: yeah, the uh, most of the original Peter Gabriel's not rejoining them.
1: No, Peter Gabriel no. is not, and neither is Steve Hackett. So, neither is Steve um, Hackett, no. My, yeah, favorite really group, sure. my favorite group of all time is Genesis, and they're coming back and uh, brings back some memories. Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you. The last station is WWFXFM, and that I took the, I chose them because they have a morning guy who does put some content into the show, and they're trying to compete and pick up the WAF audience that has gone away because of the station going to the, uh, educational media foundation, tail love format. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill, and I'm going to get myself another cup of coffee.
2: Well, there you go. Thanks for everything. Thanks to the crew. Thanks for everybody for turning, tuning in and listening. And, uh, we do make it interesting on here. I will tell you that, but stay tuned because this is a very fluid time in radio. And, uh, Who knows what's going to happen? So stick around and tell us next week what you're doing without sports on the radio, because I'm going to go through withdrawal. I know it now. So anyway, here we go. Thanks, guys.
1: This week, we're traveling to Worcester, Massachusetts, and my featured station is radio station WWFX-FM. They call themselves a classic hit station. However, I think they're more of a classic rock radio station. I really enjoy the music this radio station plays, but most of all, I enjoy the morning announcer on this radio station. He puts lots of content into his show, and I think you'll hear that when you listen to this featured station segment. So without further ado, let's sit back and enjoy radio station WWFX-FM, licensed to Southbridge, Massachusetts, owned and operated by Cumulus Media, on this week's edition of All Things Radio,
8: live last week 100 fm the pike played more rock than 107.3 just saying 100 fm the pike
14: 100 fm the pike right
7: now traffic. You're still busy on Route 290 East from College Square to Shrewsbury Street and again from Solomon Pond onto 495. 395 doing better now between Sutton and Route 20. A slow crawl remains on 146 North from Millbury Street to 290. The Pike East dealing with pockets of delay from Route 9 to 128 and Route 190 looking better now between Route 12 and Sterling and Ararat Street. I'm Jackie Murphy with your right now traffic sponsored Save on your favorite frozen foods this week at Price Chopper and Market 32. Buy one, get one of equal or lesser value free on select varieties of 16-ounce Ben & Jerry's ice cream and DiGiorno 12-inch rising crust pizza.
8: 100FM The Pike. 100.1,
16: 100.1, the Pike, Worcester's classic hits. is Pike Vault time. And uh, once again today, the vault is brought to you by the genuine, the original overhead door company of Worcester and Lemonster. It's an interesting tale and a very interesting tune. One of the more intriguing songs that we've known in the last 30 or 40 years. Let me Let me take you to a guy who's celebrating a birthday today. He was born this day. Now, he's from London. He was both an actor and a singer, and he put together what was his most intriguing piece for the American market. It first arrived in 1984. It was an album, a concept album that he called Chess, and worked a little more by a couple of the guys from ABBA. They turned it into a Broadway musical. It was kind of a metaphor for the Cold War. That metaphor named for the album Chess. But the very first tune from the LP was this one that first came to light in 84. That guy celebrating a birthday, of course, is Murray Head. And that breakthrough tune that would inspire the full musical by the end of the decade on Broadway was called One Night in Bangkok. You still remember? Well, it's been a long time. Coming out this morning from the Pike Vault. One hundred point one, the Pike Worcester's classic hits Murray Head in this morning's vault. It's nine twenty. It's sunny now. We've got a decent day on the way. Not as warm as yesterday, but not as windy. So there's a good chance it's actually going to feel warmer. We do have a little cooldown for tomorrow, and more specifically Saturday. But then whoosh, we go right back up. I have seen some long range forecasts that say the first part of next week, some neighborhoods could come close. To tickling 70 degrees? I'm not kidding you. That's what I saw on the Long Range. We'll wait and see what happens. I'm assuming by now you've heard the latest uh, figure to fall out of the Democratic race. We know in the last several days since Super Tuesday came along, uh, candidates are disappearing. Pete Buttigieg went away. Of course, Amy Klobuchar dropping out. Now the latest, uh, the word that uh, yesterday Mike Bloomberg suspended his um, his running for the office. Now, it's interesting it did uh, cost him a good chunk of money I hear he's going to try to get a refund on that book he bought buying the Democratic presidential nomination for dummies. Uh, but I've heard at least one guy uh, online this morning questioning if uh, Mike is going to start going through all his sofa cushions to f- see if he can find some of that $700 million he blew on a brief campaign. But at least we can go back on social media again and not worry about being bombarded by those 15 second ads. 100. 100FM,
6: The
16: Pike. Right Now Traffic.
7: I'm Jackie Murphy with your Right Now Traffic, sponsored by... Save on your favorite frozen foods this week at Price Chopper and Market 32. Buy one, get one of equal or lesser value, free, on select varieties of 16-ounce Ben & Jerry's ice cream and DiGiorno 12-inch rising crust pizza.
12: They say, why work hard when you can work smart? We say, why work when you can call it sick?
0: 100 FM, 100 FM, The Pike. Oh, baby, I
16: know that i 100.1, The Pike, Worcesters Classic Hits. One hundred point one, the Pike, Worcester's classic hits. It's Tears for Fears, nine thirty-five. With a lot of sunshine and the best looking day of the week for sure. Uh, it's about hundred minutes, not about as exactly, or maybe even touch more. Cross your fingers, hundred minutes non-stop to get your workday started. Our one hundred minute workday. Kickoff is coming up in moments. And if you want to know what else is coming up, three more chances still exist today to get in on the winning with the Workday Payday. You know four different times every weekday. We've got a keyword, a national keyword for you to text in. The next one is coming up. At 11 o'clock, Chuck Purse will have that then. So if you'd like to get in on a $1,000 winning your way, you better be sticking around with us. And stick around now for a little sound advice. And this morning's sound advice comes with a nice hearty, you're welcome, from all of us here at the station. Let me talk about music and work. Now, recent surveys have found that better than 8 in 10 people, workers in this country... ...are able to listen to music while at work. They're permitted. It's okay. As a matter of fact, it's about evenly split between people who say they can listen to any kind of music and others who can at least listen on headphones. But here's the interesting piece to come out of this study. It found that of all those people that are able to listen to music while at work, like perhaps you're doing right now with us here at the Pike, three out of four say it absolutely helps them get more done. In other words, music at work, makes you more productive. And as a matter of fact, about 20% more said that it really didn't have any impact one way or the other. Therefore, it certainly wasn't a negative thing. That left only about 7 out of 100 people who were grumpy enough to say, oh, if there's music, it gets in my way. So ignore those people. (laughs) Keep in mind that we're here to help you make it a better day. And by the way, when folks were asked... It was found that the most common styles of music to help make their workday more productive were pop and rock. And by the way, down near the bottom of the list, stuff like blues, jazz, and hip-hop thought you might like to know. There's sound advice this morning. Keep the music on with 100FM The Pike.
1: Well, there you go. 100FM The Pike from Worcester, Massachusetts. Radio station WWFX FM. Owned and operated by Cumulus Media. And the morning radio announcer. I think this radio station sounded pretty good. Where the morning guy put lots of content into the morning show. Something you don't hear very much these days. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff That's j-e-f-f-jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or, of course, you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett.